I do get a couple of hours in the evening for myself and that's it really. Okay, well I lived in Australia and my mum's health declined so I came back to England in 2001 to look after her. And I hired a car at Heathrow and basically they were already living in a property that I owned in Plymouth. So I collected them from that property and then, you know, my life changed completely and ultimately, you know, my marriage broke up because I couldn't go back to Australia. And, you know, it means I haven't had any holidays or anything. I've, I've got no support. I haven't had any support from any of my siblings. Hence the fact that I came back from Australia because they were asked, I asked them if they could sort of, they lived in Plymouth, both of my brother and sister. But they didn't want to take that responsibility, so I came back. Partly because I'm a nurse anyway, but there's always one person in the family that the onus seems to fall upon, and it's me. Um, well, I take a drink into my dad. My dad is blind and bedridden now. My mum has got dementia, so I do all their physical needs. I feed them. I don't actually physically feed my mum, but I feed my dad. Do all their medication, all their personal care to my dad's catheter, wash his bottom, sit him on a bedpan, everything, cut their toenails, wash their hair, cut their hair, everything, all their personal needs, anything they need doing I do, all their finances, pensions, anything they need doing I have to do. I seem to have different hats, you know, I, I've got the daughter hat, but when I do, you know, any of their personal care, I think they just, they see me as a nurse as well as, a, as their daughter, it's, it's never been any embarrassment or awkwardness, I mean... No. My sister couldn't do it, and she said she couldn't do it, but for me it's no different cleaning that part of the body as washing the hands, isn't it? But it's a privilege in a lot of ways, because, you know, they were very kind and good parents to me. I had a really nice childhood, and then, you know, when any decisions that I made, they always they always backed me, and I feel that in society today, we tend to sort of just put our parents and relatives in homes the only time my mum would have to go into a nursing home would be if she became violent with her dementia. And I don't think she's going down that road. I think she's more mischievous and sort of <laughs> quaint, for a better word. Now, there is a physical strain. And my dad is, five, well, he's not five foot ten. No, he's shrunk a little bit. But he's five foot eight, five foot nine. Um, and he has lost weight because his appetite is poor. But I mean, he's, I cannot physically lift him by myself. I, you know, I could have carers coming in three times a day, but, you know, if he needs to use the bedpan at 12 o'clock at night, I've, I have to put him on it. So thankfully, my 11-year-old son is extremely helpful as well. So he does help lift him up the bed again once I get him off it. But no, I mean, it is a physical strain. I mean, I've got health problems myself. I've got lupus and other things that go with it. It has been hard work. Well, it's long hours. I'm on 24-hour call. Um, you know, my dad's blind, so if he wakes up at two o'clock in the night, um, he has got no recollection of what time it is. So, you know, he could quite happily be thirsty and need care, then which sets my mum off. So, and then she, you know, she wanders a bit. So it's, that's hard work. And the, 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 you're tired, aren't you? That's the worst thing. You're, you're literally, I mean, when I go out, or I have gone out over the period, I mean, I've looked after them for 15, nearly 16 years now. I've never gone anywhere where there's been no phone signal. Up until about a year ago, my mum would ring constantly when I was out. When she lived in the mobile home in my garden, I, I installed a doorbell, so she rang the doorbell all the time. I was on call. It's the continual... You never... You never... You can. I never have a meal where the bell doesn't ring and I need to go and see for something, because, I mean, she can't remember she's not rung it before. 
So I, if I want to use half a shower or a bath, she needs to use the toilet. So it's quite, I haven't really got any time for me. Up until the last month, I was able to sort of go out for an hour if they were having an afternoon sleep, but I can't now because the deterioration of my dad, I think, has had quite an impact on my mum's dementia and she doesn't like me being out of the house, really. Up until last Wednesday, I haven't had any time for myself, ever, really. But since I've moved here, social services have to get involved because I needed a lot of apparatus for my dad. In the end, we've got a hospital bed, so they did get involved. And because of one really helpful gentleman, we were able to implement a, um, a scheme whereby they can have respite care for eight weeks a year and they can go into nursing homes for to give you respite. But that's not going to work because, you know, my dad is so poorly, really, that I think if he ever left here, it would be because he's no longer with us. So the other, the other thing they do offer is they'll give you an allowance, a budget, whereby you're then able to, three things you need, they'll employ someone for you and pay them directly. You can contact um, care facilities and employ them via the care facility, so you pay the care facility yourself or the social services. Or they will give you a package um, into your, you have to open up a new bank account and they'll give you an, a package of an amount of money which you then have to, you can use employ someone yourself and do all their wages, their insurance, etc. Or if you employ somebody who is um, self-employed, they bill you and then use the money from this particular account. So my mum's gotten a lot of money and my dad's gotten a lot of money per week. They times that by eight and then it's up to you then if you want to use it weekly. I have interviewed a few ladies and a man and um, my first lady starts, I've got two because one does weekends. Um, and one does weekdays uh, and I'll be able to have four hours a week which would be great so it means and I'm going to save them for like an hour for myself to do <coughs> any sort of shopping or anything I need to do in where I live and then I'm going to have three hours on the weekend with my son so that's going to be great it's been hard it's hard because your your health suffers your mental health suffers because you don't get a respite luckily I read um, and they do go to, you know, they're in their, their room, but, you know, I do get a couple of hours in the evening for myself, and that's it, really. Well, I like travelling, so I've not been able to travel. I like I like meeting people, so I've not been able to go out. It's quite lonely and isolating at times. Anything that I need gets delivered or... So I haven't been shopping. I haven't seen my family, because my other children live in St. Austell. I've not seen them since... Well, I've not been up there since I've moved down here in September. And I guess I resent the fact that my siblings haven't done anything. And I've missed out on lots of family celebrations because of the time restrictions. You know, if they're, if they're not in, in the vicinity, if I've had to have time to travel to these places, it's, you know, so weddings and different things I've missed out on over the years because I've not been able to leave my parents for that length of time so so yeah I mean for the last 16 years of my life I have not had much of her life <laughs>